Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying the Prophet Habakkuk, the Navi Habakkuk, chapter 3a, the first portion of chapter 3. In the previous chapters, there were several major points that we need to remind ourselves of that were made in order to understand this chapter of Habakkuk, in which he turns in prayer to God. First of all, we must remember, God promised Habakkuk in response to his question. Habakkuk had a very demanding question of him. How could he allow injustice to prevail? How does he allow the evil to prosper? How does he allow people to hurt both good and bad people alike? And God answered a few things. The main point was is that one day it will all make sense. One day there will be a vision, there will be something that will explain, that will understand, and people across the world will finally understand God's plan. He also said that when he allows people to be the rod of his anger, the rod of his punishment, so to speak, so for example, in this particular instance where he allowed Babylon to conquer other countries, and specifically to come and conquer the people of Israel and Judah, well, the people of Judah, I'm sorry, um, that people can choose to, to, to hurt others, even people that don't necessarily deserve it, even the innocent among the guilty. When Babylon comes to crush Judah, the people of Judah suffer, including those among them who are, who are righteous. But remember, and we, uh, he also mentioned that there are many things that we do see in the world. Sometimes if we look carefully, we do see justice. We just have to see it. We have to see the justice that's built into the system. Although not always. In fact, often not. Which is why God said, one day, one day we will understand. But we need to have faith. Tzadik be'emunatoyich, a righteous person lives by his his faith and that that ultimately there is justice to, to what to God's plan and ultimately that will happen and we must live a moral life and we must live a godly life even though we don't see justice all the time when Habakkuk received this as his, as his answer to his question he then starts to he then takes upon himself the most natural reaction the most natural reaction for a person to take and that is prayer now that I see that we won't necessarily see justice, we might see the, the wicked prevail. These are the, uh, the uh, we might see uh, righteous people suffering and bad people uh, seeming to get, re- get reward in this world. However, one could still pray. There is still something for us to do, and this is what Chavakuk does. He turns to God in prayer. So let us begin chapter three. We're gonna do the first seven verses of this chapter. Uh, uh, in this podcast, this is a prayer that was said by that was that was uh, prayed by the um, prophet Chavakuk. Al Shigionot, in a way of Shigionot. Now Shigionot is not a common term, although it does show up in Psalms, and in general Shigion Shigionot. The best translation that I saw was ramblings. Um, it, it's, some people don't, it's a lot of commentaries, a lot of translators don't really know what it means, but it, it means some sort of a prayer 
often sometimes shigayon means uh, means just a, a meaningless rambling, but over here it obviously doesn't mean meaningless, but it means the the words that flowed out of the heart of Chavakuk in prayer to God. And remember remember the context in which Chavakuk is making this prayer and the message that God just told him. I'm going to, to translate the second uh, verse. It's imp- I'm, you have to pay attention to the cantillations, the trop that is used to divide up the phrases of the pasuk the, the, uh, of the verse. It's very important to make put the commas in the right place. So um, I'm going to follow the traditional Masoretic text and how it's how it's how the how this the verse is chopped up. Adonai God shomati shimacho yoresi. I have heard that which you wanted to be heard. In other words, I heard your message. Yoresi, and I am afraid. So, so, and I, I, I was scared. I heard what you said, and now I know that I'm going to see a lot of injustice. And I can't just demand justice from you. And, and that you do allow things evil to happen in this world. I've seen it, and I'm very scared. And therefore, I'm going to pray. And therefore, I say as follows. Adonai God pa'olcha. Your works bekerev shonim chayehu. Sometime in these coming years, chayehu, give life to your works. In other words, your creations, give them life. Give them sustenance. Don't allow them to be destroyed. Specifically, presumably referring to the Jewish people, but here he's talking, he says, pa'olcha, your works, referring to your the entire world. Bekerev shonim todia. Within... Some years, in other words, within some time, let, let, let's see this, Todia, when you let it be known. In other words, I was saying until now, God, nobody knows you because they don't see justice happening. They don't see you in the world because they see evil prevailing. But no, Todia, make it known. So there, Habakkuk is praying, give life to the world and make your presence known. Virogez, in times of anger, Rachem Tiskar, remember your mercy, God. So even though you're angry at the people, remember your mercy and do not allow this utter destruction to take place. In this next verse, there are many different commentaries that explain it in many different ways. Uh, the way I'm going to interpret this and the way I interpret this might be slightly different than many of the traditional commentaries. So bear with me for a moment and I'll read the words and and um, I hope you... You like the my my choice of interpretation here. Next verse, Habakkuk, remember, was looking out. God had said that, look to Babylon, look out there. There's a man in Babylon who is going to come and conquer, and punishment is going to come, and destruction is going to come, and so on. Habakkuk then realizes that when people, when the nations around the world choose to perpetrate evil, God often allows that evil to happen. He allows the conquerors to conquer. He allows the plunderers to plunder. So therefore, the only way that true justice and righteousness will happen is not only, remember Chavakuk began his book by looking at his own city and the injustices and the, and the corruption that was within his own city. And he asked God to take, to, to, to do something about that. Um, and God told him, look out there, look out at the rest of the world and you'll see a lot of injustice happening and you're going to see this punishment coming from Babylon. So Habakkuk realizes that for justice to happen, for God to be known, 
and for and for the true light to shine upon the entire world, the knowledge of God and the knowledge of the ultimate justice of God needs to be everywhere. All the nations of the world have to learn about God, have to learn about the morality that God demands of us. So therefore, it's not enough to just fix the people that are here. It's not enough to just look at Jerusalem and just look at Zion where Habakkuk is standing and, and, and help and teach the people about God, but the entire world needs to learn. And therefore, his first words now are, Elo. remember God told him, look, look outside. So Habakkuk now in his prayer is looking out and he's saying, Elohami Temanyavo. God comes from Taman, from a faraway place. Taman is often translated as Yemen, but from out there, God comes from out there. In other words, when will there, God's presence be known? When he comes from out there, the Kadosh and the Holy One, Mehar Paran Sela, comes from the Mount Paran, also out there, right? Sela is a word that, that the Radak points out we only find in in um, psalms and here and this is the only place besides psalms Sela is generally considered to be like uh the end of us the end of a of a phrase in a song like to stop singing here and then then sing the next verse so so but this is how this is when what god will come from god's splendor and greatness covers the heavens the entire and his praise or his splendor or his wonder, his beauty, Malaharats, fills the entire land. This is this is the greatness of God. The greatness of God happens when his knowledge is from everywhere. And his light will be, and his shine will be like the light, like light which lights up the entire world. When the sun rises, the whole world is lit up. That's the kind of shine that God gives, not just over here. Karnaim miyado lo, his his um his uh, the 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 um the the uh, rays of light from God's hand are his right. They'll come from here. uzo, and that is where his uh, strength, his strength is 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 cloaked. So where is God's strength cloaked? In the entire world, in everywhere. In, in Taman, in Harparan, in those faraway places, the only way God's knowledge will be known across the world is when it's known across the world. And Chavakuk also emphasized before Kamayim that the knowledge of God will be spread around the entire world. We can't just look at this place. But when you look out there, we see so much, so much evil, so much corruption. Nations conquering nations, nations waging war against nations, nations enslaving other nations, nations exiling other nations, people acting in terrible ways. So when God comes and appears, unfortunately it comes with a lot of justice, a lot of harsh justice. Lefanov yelech dover, says verse 5. In front of God when he arrives comes, comes pestilence comes Vietse Reshef Liraglov, and from before God's feet comes out plagues and suffering in order to in order to punish the people, in order to teach the people to do right. Omad, God stood, or Omad he stands, Vayimoded Eretz, and he measures out the land. Now this could mean a lot of things. And of course the commentaries have a lot of ways of looking at this. The way I'm gonna say this is he measures out the land, literally. He measures out and sees where are the people 
doing good? Where are the people not doing good? And Eretz here is a specific reference to the same word Eretz, which he used two, three verses ago in three, which is Haaretz, the entire land. This is not referring to a specific land, but he's, God stands around the entire world and measures it all out. Ra, he sees Vayater Goyim. Now, most of the translators use, look at this word yater as linater, which, is, which could mean to jump or to, to leap or to uh, shake or tremble. Um, I wonder if, so, so, um, if this might not mean to, to jump, but it means vayater, and he unties. Lehatir means to rather to tie a knot and, and to, it, it is, is, is to tie, but vayater meaning to, he unties the nations. He allows the nations to have freedom, to um, to act as they please. However, he also um, he also measures, like we like we just said, and the mountains of forever, the mountains of old that were standing from time immemorial, become crushed. The high places of the world become low before God. Halichos olam lo, halichot olam lo. Now, there's several ways to translate that. Halichot could mean God's ways are olam forever. Olam from the language meaning forever. It could also mean, though, um, halichot, the way I'm reading this, the better translation, I believe, would be halichot olam lo. The pathways of the entire world are his. That, because God is looking out to the entire world is vayater goyim. He 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 unties the nations, all of the nations of the world. Vayimoded eretz. He measures out the entire world. Again, again, again. This is references are to the entire world. The entire world again, over and over and over again. So and immediately Chavaku continues. So halichot olam lo means the pathways of God are everywhere. The pathways of God can only be recognized when the entire world recognizes Him. Tachat Oven, Chavakuk is still looking out there, looking out at all the other nations, standing on the hill of Jerusalem and looking out to everywhere. Tachat Oven, underneath, or, or instead of, or in the place of Oven, of iniquity, of sin, or Isiyale Kushan. I see the tents of Kush, with the faraway lands in, 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 in Africa and Ethiopia. Yirgizun Yiriot Eretz Mijan and the uh, tents of the people that live in the Midianites, the, the, the Bedouin tents of those that wander in the desert, that's what I'm seeing out there. They are trembling because they are being subjected to the measurement, the Imoded Eretz of God. This is when the light of God will cover the entire world, when the entire world learns of God's justice and takes it to heart and, and, and lives according to the morals that God wants us to live by. I'm going to stop here uh, as it is the end of one segment of the prayer of Habakkuk and looking forward to studying the rest of this chapter and the rest of the prayer of the prophet Habakkuk together. Thank you.